0: Hi, this is Peter Schaefer from the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast. I also design role-playing games, and my game The Well is part of a discount bundle until September 4th. If you like light, narrative games about exploring dungeons filled with your own undead ancestors before returning to your underground city that has never known sunlight, this game is for you. Visit bundleofholding.com and click on Treasure Trove for more. Welcome back to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast, where we talk about fantasy books that we have read, usually along some kind of theme, and Katie makes herself crack up. Hi, I am Peter Schaefer. With me today to talk about fantasy books are Katie.
1: That's me. I'm hilarious.
0: She (laughs) is. I love her. (laughs) And (laughs) and Daniel Evanson. Hello. And Rachel.
2: I'm the serious one, I think.
0: (laughs) It's sure not me. And Nick. Howdy, howdy.
1: But wait, Peter, who are you?
0: I'm Peter Schaefer. I said that before (laughs) I introduced you. Did you? Yes. It's even recorded.
1: I
2: swear we can, you
0: can prove it. I
1: swear you didn't. <laughs> you know what? Let's take a bet. I bet Look, okay. you 50 American <laughs> pennies that you did not say it.
0: Okay. It's, you're on because I remember saying it. And I mean, I'm going to, to be fair, I do not keep good track of all the words that come out of my mouth, but I'm pretty sure about this one.
2: In, okay. in the reviews, tell us who's right, Katie or Peter?
0: Yeah. Who yeah. owes whom 50 cents? All right. So our theme, our theme this month was gas lamp fantasy. Is that right? Did I get that right? Did I remember yeah. the words? Okay. But I
1: thought it was political fantasy. That was last month and that was already, that's already up. No, it's what not are you talking month? about? I was stuck in space time. Oh, yeah. oh, you're, you're an
0: happening. astronaut. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, we're doing I think
4: <laughs> I think Katie's just mixed up, and she thinks that it's gaslight fantasy, and
0: she's trying oh. to gaslight us all. Ooh.
3: I think that's no. what I'm doing
0: here. oh, I like that. That's a good joke. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's not as good as what? astronaut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the astronaut could, uh, could produce gas for gaslighting. Oh, astronaut.
3: <laughs> it's a little gaslight oh, humor
2: phrase
0: we've already devolved oh wow
2: were we ever evolved
0: <laughs> so what is gas lamp fantasy it's
2: the broader cousin of steampunk
0: the broader cousin okay oh, i so, thought it was
1: more narrow honestly i thought it
2: was okay
0: broad. well let's talk about that so, all right I've, are-
1: i bet you 50 american pennies
2: no, you can win. I have the I have the memory of a gnat, so I doubt I'm. I'm <laughs> down. I'm
3: correct. No, you keep it's making okay.
4: bets like this, and you might be uh, out a gallon of gas, Katie.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> With
4: like twelve more bets.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's only
4: okay,
0: 3 dollars three
2: ninety nine here.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Okay. That is cheap. Yeah, I'm gonna is drive it? to you to fill my tank. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have a a broader idea of gas lamp and a thinner idea of gas lamp. Rachel, what uh what is the broader sense? How do you think gas lamp was was steampunk but broader?
2: Uh, cuz it's more it's more the feeling because it's uh you can do it, it includes steampunk, but it's more like the the vibes and not like the mechanical stuff. It's more like Victorian era uh, with some magic or something like that versus I am hard steampunk that is uh, machines and automatons
0: and stuff like that. Okay. So more specifically, right, it, 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 it refers to that era when people were lighting their, were burning, lighting their homes or streets with gas, uh, with gas lamps, right? So that's the Victorian era or somewhere around there. I'm not good at history. So, um, does it automatically include you know, uh, amazing feats of mechanistic, mechanistic design, um, yeah.
3: which I think is
0: integral to the clockwork, the the steampunk kind of uh, genre.
2: I think it can, but I'm reading the Wikipedia right now because I'm so prepared. <laughs> it, it says not to be confused with uh, steampunk. Ha-ha, well, I'm rarely and...
0: confused with steampunk. Oh.
5: Um, which I think I that's where- is appropriate because I did not check the Wikipedia before I picked the I think <laughs> I
1: did read the the Breerberry Ricker Ricker Ricca. Sorry. Um I think I did read the Wikipedia page and that's where I was like, oh it's different than steampunk because it doesn't have all of the like the machinery and the the gears and shit. The steam. It doesn't have the steam Yeah.
0: So so what uh, does it Does it preclude that, you know, steam powered clockwork mechanism or is it, can it overlap? Can we do both at once?
1: I don't see why not. Por que no los dos?
5: (laughs) Motherfucker. Um, Oh, I I just, I just learned looking at the Wikipedia entry for my book. That the author of my book coined the term "gaslamp fantasy" to describe. Well, it. there you go. So, I guess I did okay. <laughs> uh, I it sounds know, like you cool. fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So it was coined in 2006.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's a it's a recent genre um, genres, or at least the way that people talk about them today, often come with kind of not just. Like procedural definitions, you know, this one has lamps that are lit by gas, and this one has steam powered clockworks, but also kind of feels to them, right? Um, you know, if you said like, uh, you know, nanopunk or something like that, uh, because anything with punk on the end can be a genre these days, um, then you know, it has a particular Kind of like emotion attached to it, uh, depending on whom you ask, perhaps. Like, do these have different emotions, different kind of themes built into them?
2: Um, not now because steampunk has come away from themes mm. and more of a vibe, as we discussed in our episode, yep. Second, third, whatever. yeah, whatever, whatever episode for steampunk,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. Steampunk has definitely moved away from you know, the, the punk aspect of the cyberpunk genre and more become an aesthetic than anything else, I think was what we kind of agreed upon back in the time. So does Gaslamp have a theme or a genre, sorry, it is the genre. Does it have a theme or an emotion that kind of distinguishes it from steampunk or, or other just, you know, Victorian fantasy?
2: um um so i'm looking at this and it's like it's more a broader emphasis on magic set in like the victorian era um and it takes more liberties with like time periods
5: i'm gonna add looking at the examples here that there's also probably because i'm going to talk about a lot of, of this topic when we start talking about my book but there's a victorian mindset uh, around discovery mm-hmm. and experimentation that i think needs to be present so, like, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell is a pretty good example where, you know, yeah. they're trying to, like, rediscover magic and, like, don't seriously care about who gets hurt while they're doing it. <laughs> so sure. they unleash a lot of, like, horrible monstrosities in that in that uh, novel. While also maintaining the sort of, like, um, sensibilities of the time while, you know. Unleashing horrible Fae on the world. Right. So,
0: does, for example, uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde qualify in some f- fashion? Like, I feel like it has that, you know, uh, explorative, inquisitive mind of the era that you're discussing. It feels at least somewhat era appropriate. I admit I don't know exactly when it took place. Um, and it's not magic exactly. But it's certainly, you know, the
5: weird...
3: science science.
5: Yeah, I think that's probably true. Like, you know, the <laughs> the cover image, so to speak, for the Wikipedia article is Dracula by Bram Stoker. So, oh, right. Really? Yeah, it is.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would I would like to it as more magic. But that's me being more of a fantasy reader than a sci fi reader.
0: Mm, um, sure.
4: So. I feel like, and this is maybe me having a hot take here, but I, I think that this was just sort of an attempt by an author to be like, stop calling my book steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I really kind of think that's what it is here, because <laughs> it, it gets. To, I, I almost think that we have too many genres. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I think
3: they're there's getting a
0: little- claim to be made there
4: yeah i'm not sure there's really a strong case for this to be its own genre Uh, especially with so much overlap already existing
2: i think it's a subtle difference really so um i don't think i would be offended if somebody called something steampunk when it was actually a gas lamp or anything
0: or Uh, victorian fantasy
2: yeah like that they like bring up the fae like Victorian fae um, mm-hmm. which is also a thing as well
5: uh, it's, Maybe so- it's okay. just the the punk side of it that sort of i could do without i guess like is there, you know is like that's, that's, the part that's, in... missing. That, that's the that's or... the part that's missing in gap lamp gas lamp as opposed to steampunk i mean right? the, i mean the punk
0: cool. element is missing in steampunk also these well, days
5: I mean, originally it works like bone shaker, like back, back in the day of the heady days of like 2008, uh, <laughs> oh, man. uh the, we you know, so added more, yeah. I mean, the punk element for, for those genres is usually that like, uh, you know, like this sort of technology exists, but we're not using it to maintain the status quo or progress society. Instead, we're using it to, uh, operate in the under world of you know whatever society
0: right we are we are here to disrupt and fight back against the man yeah right that's that's what the punk element is supposed to contribute to a genre um but it's definitely evolved uh in its usage and application since you know since cyberpunk came around
2: um but I don't, I I think they're pretty interchangeable unless you're real purist, I guess. Um, mm. Like, I think my book that I did could fall into cyberpunk, not cyberpunk, steampunk or uh gas lamp, because there is magic, but there's also um, magical clockwork.
0: <laughs> the good stuff.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's for like a 47 page book. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> I was real. <laughs> I was real lazy on this one, I read 42 pages or something
0: like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we have a sense of it. We have, you know, we we seem to be, you know, saying gas lamp kind of indistinct. It may not I don't know, like there's a little bit of doubt here whether it qualifies as a you know a solid genre on its own. Um but not entirely. Like it still feels like it says a little bit of something different to some of us. So, yeah. Why don't we dive into our books and see if we can like kind of pluck out what it, what different it says to us?
2: Uh, sure. I'll go first since I mentioned my book. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
2: Um, so I read the the, De- uh, the Dead Gin in Cairo by P. uh Clark. Uh, it's a novella uh, to his Master of the Djinn. Uh, uh, the, the first book in that series is Master of the Djinn, but I'm reading the prequel novels, uh, novellas beforehand, um, because I was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about, I think it's set in the early 1900s, where a alchemist opens a rift between uh, our world and other. Um, mysterious worlds where demon, not demon um, angels and jinn um, come into our world, but they're different than what you would think of angels and you're not as sure if they're actually angels. they just call themselves that. Um, and you're following a detective uh, that's that specializes in uh, crimes created um, by magic magical or uh, beings and we're following her. Uh, as she goes around Cairo to um, solve the murder of a jet din.
3: <laughs> well,
0: I I've r- never really. Yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, i I've, mm-hmm. I've never read <clears throat> Harry Dresden, but I'm getting kind of the same kind of job description between the mm-hmm. two. She doesn't maybe? have magic that I can see. She just saw well, I don't know. Them. I don't know Dresden's life either. But like,
2: they he's a away.
0: wizard, Harry.
2: Yeah, he's a wizard, oh! and he's uh, he's also a wizard for hire. He doesn't really solve. He's not like a detective. She's actually private
0: investor wizard. A private, a yeah. private whizdestigator. A lot,
2: yeah. yeah. Um. And I, 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 it was really good. I enjoyed it. And I wanted more. Um. But that's just the nature of a novella. <laughs> well, I'm
0: I'm looking at the cover art online i really love this image
2: yeah i'm really excited um there's another one the haunted tram uh, tram car of, Well, what is it the haunted uh
0: the haunting of tram car zero one five
2: yeah that one uh and then the full novel is the master of Jin, which is it sounds fun
3: <laughs> yeah did you ever
5: uh Master of Gin sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, with a gin with a D, not with it. Yeah, just to be oh. clear, that's that's G D
0: J I N N, a dead oh, gin guys. in Cairo. <laughs>
5: Darn. Although in Cairo in 1912, <laughs> they definitely drank a bunch of gins. So. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Um, also, it's an alt history where Cairo is now the center of the uh, center of uh, the world, or is a world power um due to the rift being opening there
0: ah okay
2: yeah.
3: that's so pretty sweet had... yeah. yeah
2: um and i also believe later that the main character is sapphic i believe um so delicious it's not, it is not really featured <laughs> too much in this book uh, from in the 47 like that. pages that i read <laughs> um
0: yeah, I, I would like what I just said stricken from the record. That that did not come across the right way. I call, I call all kinds of things tasty. It's uh, that was weird, and I don't want it. I don't want it. Fifty um, American
1: pennies. It's gonna stay in. Damn
2: it! I will
0: pay you. I will pay you fifty American pennies to to remove that.
2: It's okay. You just like you just like eating sapphic poetry.
0: Oh, hey, hey Nick! Give me a high yes, five. Sir. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Hey, Dan, what did you read?
5: I read Agatha H. and the Airship City, book Ooh. one of the Girl Genius novels.
0: Oh, OK, of course, because I've, I've read the comic, so I'm familiar. That's why it all sounds very.
5: Yes, these, this is the novelization of those comics.
0: It, so OK, is it it's the novelization of the comics? It's not
5: related novels. So is it the same story? I believe it is the same story, yes.
0: That, That might be a far more appealing idea to me than rereading years and years of comics to remind myself what happened.
5: (laughs) Yeah, and they—you know what—they're pretty good. Uh, It's written by uh, a married couple, Phil and Kaja Foglio. Foglio, F-O-G-L-I-O, Folio, I believe. Folio. Yeah. Well, damn you, English, and your mysterious letters don't sound like how they appear. (laughs)
2: I don't think it's an English-based last name. It's not. Damn. Well, Spaniards. there's the problem
5: right there. <laughs> <laughs> we are really going for it this episode. Oh I'm yeah, so no,
0: we're uh, we're <laughs> sa- we're shooting ourselves in the hull here. It's yeah, very we could have said German
2: because we have two people with German last names.
5: <laughs> yeah. I do. So, uh, <laughs> good work, team. In the airship city. Is uh, it's pretty good. It's a story of a young woman named Agatha. She lives in a town called Beetleberg, which is run mm-hmm. by a mad scientist called Doctor Beetle.
4: Yo, oh, yeah, <laughs> Dr. Beetle this book is already wild.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> wild is exactly how I would describe this book. At every turn, this book is like, oh, were you expecting something sort of normal to happen? Fuck that it's alive now and it's trying to eat you so So have you read uh, the
0: comics dan
5: i have not this is my first exposure to the girl okay series
2: i mean dan literally looked it up and it's like oh my author uh coined
0: this (laughs) yeah phil uh and kaja or kaya i'm not entirely sure folio are huge steampunk fans um You know, they they've done conventions and they dress Mm. up and do the whole nine yards. uh, And this comes out in in the girl genius
5: work. Yeah, the uh, the sort of world premise is that uh, it's it's Earth. It's uh, kind of so the Victorian age. But at some point in the past, the Earth became dominated by these people called sparks and they're essentially like bad scientists who have a supernatural ability to kind of make intuitive leaps to allow them to create like crazy super science. So there's like robots walking around Frankenstein people uh, just like human experimentation everywhere. It's like super common. Um, And uh, yeah, it's like, and, and for the most part, pretty fun. As long as you don't think about it too much, because <laughs> it's presented in a very, like, uh, YA style, so it never feels like the stakes are, like, super high, but there is a lot, like, a whole lot of just people being straight up murdered, and then their bodies mutilated for science, and nobody ever really stops and goes, y'all, this is uh, this is pretty <laughs> messed up. We live in a sick fucking shit. (laughs) It is. Yeah, exactly. And instead, they're like, let's do more. I love how this (laughs) is going.
0: (laughs) It's yeah, I think it's because the, the sparks feel, you know, compelled to pursue their their bolts of genius that strike them to pursue their mad science. And they have the power because they success they succeed with enough of their mad science that they have these you know this technological advantage so you can't really stop them and they're not going to stop themselves so
5: yeah yeah the uh, yeah it seems like there's a mix of the sort of perception of these where they're either like mad scientist uh, despots uh, who like the primary antagonist is, who's a person that kidnaps Agatha like in the first chapter is that uh, Wolfenbach? yes the baron um <laughs> you know sort of like sets himself up as a autocratic ruler um or they're like sort of adventurers like mad adventurers running around but none of them seem good like they fight each other <laughs> but like if you're a person just going about your day and you get nailed by a death ray it's like 50 50 whether it was the good guy or the bad guy that <laughs> shot you uh, or you know, a horrible insect hive from the moon drops out of the sky and turns what? everyone you know into assassin wasps. What so the fuck? That, yeah, no, this <laughs> book is all over the place. Like, there's just constantly a barrage of insane things happening uh through throughout the novel. But <laughs> yeah, uh, and overall, and over the Agatha, the
4: guy's a fucking baron. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. why?
1: Can we yeah. Okay, can we go over some of the names cuz I'm on the the girl genius fandom dot wiki whatever and holy fuck these are some good names.
5: Oh man. Yeah, no, great great names. Yeah, go for it.
1: Baron Klaus Wolfenbach.
3: Yep. Dimitri mm-hmm.
1: Vapnupel.
3: Oh yeah, Vapnupol.
1: Um and the unstoppable Higgs. That's another one that's on the popular pages right now.
5: Oh, oh yeah, and Higgs.
1: another popular page is the Queen's Society Dome Kitchen Staff.
5: Huh. That, that must I'd... be from later in the in the series because there's like sixteen of these books in the Girl Genius novel series. So.
0: Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. And this and of course, uh, the main this... character's name is Agatha.
5: Oh well, that's a huge spoiler for the book, actually.
0: Whoops, <laughs> I'm sorry. Bleep that out. Is it really because no, like, fine. volume you know? one is called
4: Agatha Last Name and the Beetlebird Clank?
5: <laughs> no, that well, that's the that is uh the the comic, I think. Okay, is that. But in the novel, at least in this version of the novel that I read. She doesn't know her what her last name is until the very end of this of the novel. Oh, I see. Mm. And it's like the final reveal, sort of, of the of the book is that she's an um, infamous last named person.
2: <laughs> These names kind of remind me of the Septimus Heap series, where like the villains' names are like Queen Etheldreda and Dom Daniel.
1: <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
5: <clears throat> yeah, I I I read the House on the Heap, the first one, uh, and I very rarely hate a book, but like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <book>. uh, the <laughs> first book is called Magic. I
0: ha- <laughs> is a book just titled Magic?
1: Yeah, with a Y.
0: Oh, even worse. M Y G wait
1: M A G Y K. I'm
0: assuming M-A-Y- I hmm. I just can't think of a good place to put that Y. Hmm.
5: Magical
3: Up your astronaut.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> We've never had this much
4: trouble with letters
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> Until today. I'm, I'm just trying to to make fun of inserting the Y, but that's uh that's just me. Um all right, so you enjoyed this book, Dan?
5: I did. It was very good. I am uh, super glad I read it. It's for sure YA, but I'm I would I would uh, again push push <laughs> well, it to the further adult side of YA, whatever that is.
0: YA with troubling implications.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your, kids, your kids should be okay with their <laughs> with many of the main characters being like essentially post humans who. Once <laughs> one time had families that like meet them after they become post-humans and they're like oh no we don't like this and <laughs> it's a bad scene so <laughs> okay okay then there's a lot of of like uh, one of the things they uh they have is that like um the, 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 like a common thing that uh mad scientists will do is turn themselves into frankenstein so they'll live forever but the downside is that sometimes when you do that, you turn into uh, an idiot monster and not, <laughs> not the monster part is not necessarily the worst part of that. It's the idiot part that is bad, because when you're a raging monster with huge powers, being stupid is a bad combination to add to that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what they don't tell you about turning yourself into
5: Frankenstein. <laughs> So, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to read more of this. I don't know if I'll get through all 16, but, like, I had a good time. It was fun. And ethically questionable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's next? Katie, tell us about it. Oh,
3: book. okay.
1: I was nominated. Um, So I read most of A Declaration of the Rights of Magicians by H.G. Perry.
3: Huh. That sounds um, intriguing.
1: It it is. And Alex E Harrow, I read one of her books for this. Um she liked it. So, god damn it. So then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll probably like it cuz I like her and what she does. Um So mine was not 47 pages long. I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah. Um so I didn't actually finish it. I had three months to work on it, but boy, howdy, do I know a lot about pamphlet writing now.
0: Okay, so tell me about (laughs) pamphlet writing.
1: Oh, okay, so they have like diss pamphlets. And what's what's
0: that? What's that? What's a diss pamphlet? Where they talk
1: shit about other political.
0: Oh, it's a pamphlet (laughs) that disses. I see. Yeah. Okay. It's like a diss track. Right, right, okay.
1: But in I thought it was like poem. the
0: inverse of a pamphlet, a dispamphlet. No. It's like no. disinformation.
1: Okay, I'm probably being really mean about this book right now. Okay, so it, well, it does not... Enough. It takes place in, not in Victorian England. It's actually in Georgian England under George Third. So it's actually like mm. three monarchs ahead of good old Vicky. Um, Yes, Vicky. <laughs> so, it takes place before slash during slash after the French Revolution. And so you follow um, William Pitt, who is the Prime Minister of England. So you follow him and like his little buddy Wilberforce, who is adorable, <laughs> and I actually really love him. He's He's just so cute. And then <laughs> on the other side, in France, we are following, I'm going to butcher it, R-robe, Robespierre? I don't know. Robespierre,
5: don't know. yeah. Robespierre?
1: And... Fuck, I don't know. I'm not French.
0: As um, a historical
5: figure who actually yeah, existed.
0: A, yeah, he was a, yeah. A, a bad guy.
3: Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Crashing at the door and it startled me. Oh, Uh, god damn it! Okay, sorry. Okay, yes. So these are historical people during a historical time in a historical world of ours. Um,
3: Plus magic.
1: Plus magic. Not a whole lot. It was like ninety percent politics and people yelling at each other during like the court of the commoners or whatever. Mm. And then taking down the Bastille, and then pamphlet writing, and tiny bits of magic. Yeah,
0: write that pamphlet.
1: (laughs) But um, the magic that they do have, like, all the commoners are being repressed, because that's what you do. That's what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, like, these magical bracelets from the Knights Templar, and they, like make it so that it hurts if they do magic and then it exposes their location and then a knight can show up and be like, You're going into either the Bastille or the Tower of London, depending on what country we're in.
3: Ah. <laughs> so then that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like
4: the way you guys like describe things always just fucking cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs>
5: We're very I mean, we good at it.
0: You should be one of our <laughs> listeners, Nick. <laughs> I, might, I might be our favorite listener. Aww, you are my Come favorite on, listener, Nick. Good. Except for that, except for those people who send us the bookshelves. Yeah, that's I wanna, a good point.
1: Doug lessons. Five, five
2: stars reviews.
0: <laughs> oh right, do we have one of those we need to read? No. Good. Next, continue, Katie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so part of it also takes place in Jamaica because they're, and th- these parts were my favorite. Um, they follow Fina who ha- is a former slave and they're like reading, re- leading a revolt down there. And since like France is in turmoil and fighting enemies on literally every front, cause they can't chill the shit. They, that, um, The slaves are like, going and freeing more slaves, and wreaking havoc, and banding with the Spanish, and releasing their magic, and being awesome and intense, and just, all in all, those were the best parts to me, because they were the most action-filled, and they weren't like, oh, but Wilberforce, how was your dinner last night with, you know, your cat or some shit? I don't know i don't know
3: <laughs> most
1: of the time it was very dry and like oh but you know maybe we should write a pamphlet about abolition because it's very terrible the stories that we've heard and this person here they wrote a book of poetry about it and oh it just sounded quite terrible and ugh. yeah so
0: I- so quick question
1: Quick answer: Do you mean
0: Jamaica or Haiti?
1: They call it Jamaica.
0: Oh, okay. Because the, the summary on online says talks about Haiti, but doesn't mention Jamaica at all. So I'll just be happy. Oh, that
3: oh. The- uh,
1: okay. So Fina was originally enslaved and shipped out to Jamaica, but then when she broke free of the magic binding her. Then she went over to Saint Pierre, Saint, where the hell mm-hmm. did it go? Saint Domingue, which I'm mm-hmm. assuming is on Haiti. It is. Okay. I don't think they actually call it Haiti ever, though. They just, no, say I by think the... it was, I
0: think it was called Saint domingue at the time.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's where I got confused. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, but of course we learn things like, both Robespierre and William Pitt both have like secret illegal magic that they were born with, and they should have been killed at birth because of their heretical ways. Heretical? I don't know. Sure. They're yeah. I like. I mean, I
0: think heretical is correct, but I like heretical. I did It Makes it sound like a tickle. <laughs> Ew. God doesn't okay. exist. Is it tasty? <laughs> <laughs> you're,
2: oh my! You're God. Fine
1: form today,
2: uh, <laughs> oh my God! It's,
0: it's just one of these days.
1: <laughs> Whew! Um, so yeah, apparently Pitt is a vampire, but not that kind of vampire. And they only explain Wait. his powers <laughs> once in like the beginning of the book when I'm still trying to like figure out who is who. And. Robespierre is a necromancer, but he needs a shadowmancer. Not that kind
0: of necromancer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he needs, like, a shadowmancer to, like, bind a shadow to a dead body, and then he can, like, command it. And it's it's interesting, I guess, but...
0: All right, so, Katie, you are burying the lead here because you did open with... I read most of it. I had three months. Yeah. So, (laughs) so really, like, what I'm, like, what I am deducing from that statement is, eh, I didn't really want to finish this book.
1: Oh my god, it's just so long. It's like (laughs) five hundred and fifty-four pages, and it's painfully boring. (laughs) Yeah, that too. I feel so bad saying that, but like, oh. I really wanted to like it because its it just sounded so cool and interesting. Okay, and, well,
0: I mean, uh, H.G. Perry was our 75th listener. You just lost us a listener.
1: Well, good riddance. Ooh! <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize. Had, and he had pamphlet.
4: Don't worry. He had, two, <laughs> he had two school chums who hated him, so we actually just gained a listener. <laughs>
0: Ooh,
4: <laughs> thanks to that this pamphlet
1: I'm pretty sure H.G. Perry is a woman.
3: I, so, uh,
4: You know, I read have trouble with
3: letters. Author.
0: So that's all I have to say about that. I have trouble figuring out where to put wives. <laughs> right. H.G. Per- Perry?
3: Well, on the back here, it
1: says Fame of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell will be enchanted. And I'm just like, oh, if this is what that book is like, I don't think so.
5: It, 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 that is exactly what that book is like. Oh, I also no. did not finish Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell.
1: Watch the TV
2: show.
5: Yeah, I've show heard a lot of people and say it. I kind of
2: cool.
1: the TV show. It was so good.
2: Honestly, just watch the TV show and then read the fo- footnotes, because the footnotes are kind of fun.
0: <laughs> will do. Okay, so um, I, I really enjoyed Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, or Norrell, however you decide to pronounce that. Um, but I also, de- you know, on finishing it, declared I will never read this again.
3: Yes, uh, which is
0: unusual <laughs> for me, and I, you know, sent it away. Um, I gave it to a friend who wanted to read it. But anyway, so okay. That's, you know, I think you you yeah, I think we know how you feel about this book now, right?
1: I tried so hard to finish it. I'm so sorry. Oh, I tried. No, I is, really did. There
0: is nothing wrong with putting down I a book. still have over 100
1: pages left. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, and you know what?
1: You I will tried. forever.
0: You will forever have 100 pages left in this book. <gasps> no, you know down. what?
1: After this, what? I'm probably going to finish it and be like, oh my God, that was so good. Oh, I feel so bad for saying such mean things. But Are we you going know what? I have to publish
0: addendum. a retraction?
1: I hope not. I don't want to make another pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll just have an addendum
2: in two episodes with Katie's final thoughts.
0: There we thoughts. go. There we
4: go. It'll be a dis pamphlet. pamphlet. <laughs> so a re pamphlet?
0: An, an undis pamphlet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I thought about reading that book. Then your description, I think it sounds painfully boring.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Rachel would not like this book. Dan might. No, I did
5: not enjoy Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norella.
1: Yeah, but you like that that other vampires book, the historians. The pretentious one.
5: Oh, yeah, I did actually like that a lot. But there was no pamphlet writing in that.
1: Oh, you're missing out, man. It is a whole nother world we never knew about. Mm.
5: Let it stay undiscovered.
1: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Okay. Yeah. So that was a declaration of the rights of magicians by HG Perry. I impulse bought this when I was in California.
0: So, and then you, what's the opposite of impulse reading? Because you very deliberately forced yourself to read it slowly.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I tried so hard, and after a while, I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna move my bookmarker one chapter. That's my goal for the day." Oh, it was awful. I'm so sorry, you guys. Well, don't
0: don't apologize to us.
3: Yeah,
2: I support the DNF.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, apologize to yourself.
2: Christ, dogs. (laughs) <laughs> they're scratching at the door again ago, and I hated it which one the magicians by Raymond E. Feist
0: oh yeah why did oh you yeah
2: I didn't know I wasn't here for that episode
0: oh man you should have asked me and I would have said don't read that
2: <laughs> yeah, not that no, it's no, inherently bad but Well, none of the characters had agency. I was like, I'm so bored. No, there's
0: there's very little agency.
2: Yeah,
0: and and there's even less. It just it only gets more and more predicted anyway. um, And Nick, you didn't read a book, correct?
1: Oh my god, you slacker! Do you want to read the last hundred pages of
4: mine? That sounds like a fair deal, if I'm honest with you.
1: Committedly,
2: I did give Nick uh, another forty-seven-page book to read before this one. The she
4: did, but it was also this morning.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Audio book. It's like an come hour. On.
0: Come on, First, how long does it take you to read a forty-seven-page book?
4: Yeah, in in fairness to Rachel, I did ask this morning, or I did bring it up this morning, so it's it's still on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 actually three hours on on Audible. Believe it or not.
2: Oh, we get to put it on double speed.
4: I was just surprised that a four hundred page <laughs> book is three hours. On, on... It might
2: be a little bit longer. I don't know. I have. I don't know the page count for that one.
4: <laughs> oh well, as yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. All right.
5: that's Katie. That's all it took. You just had to apologize i could have uh, not read the whole book instead of just <laughs>
1: the well sh- there goes three months of my reading time gone
2: then we wouldn't have an episode because we tend to have if we have only three people we're just
1: like uh not worth it
0: <laughs> all right well so here's here's my uh declaration of my personal failing
1: hold on which are you gonna talk about the deer again
0: no, no, I don't see any deer at the moment. Why?
1: Oh, okay. did you not read a book, Peter?
0: Oh no, no, no! I read two books. What? Oh, see, the <laughs> but they weren't in the right genre. I thought they uh. were. I thought they were. This is, this is my mistake. I picked up a book called Clockwork Boys. What? And I is thought, sting- oh, this is
3: good.
0: This is going to be so. Yes, but not for the reasons you think. Um, and you know, and I thought, okay, this is going to be in the in the realm, you know, clockwork boys. In the it'll be a genre, like it'll fit the genre, or be like close enough. It'll be next door, and I can wave at the <laughs> genre from the window. Um, <laughs> clockwork boys, <laughs> yes, clockwork boys. Um, which I agree. Get that going and put I, that on my I soundboard. You, What's that, Rachel?
2: Is that by T. Kingfisher?
0: It is. I've been wanting to Uh, read that one. uh, Well, let me give you some (laughs) advice on that score. Um, So I agree. It's not a great title. I don't like the title, but I really like the book. Um, Oh, that was a twist. What? Surprise. 90 degree hairpin turn. I mean,
2: you were catfished by this
5: book. Is that
0: the right term? I was, I was, I feel like I felt baited Wait. and switched.
5: That's essentially catfishing. Yes. Is
0: it? I never really, I'm, I'm not up to date. Um, You've engaged with the thing. It did not fishing,
5: turn out to be the thing that you thought it was.
1: No, catfishing okay. is when you go out in a boat, you cut a chub in three pieces, and then you bait your hook and make sure you take off the bobber because catfish are bottom feeders. Um, right. Um, and then. So you need
0: a, you need a sink down. weight instead.
1: Well, I mean, usually if you're like me, you have a sinker on it anyway.
0: Oh, okay. Does it got to be a chub? No,
1: you can use use stink bait. Okay. Wash your hands. Oh, hey, a squirrel. (laughs) There's a red squirrel at my house. Sorry.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, man, that'd be
0: so cool. We only have gray squirrels over here.
1: It's the only one I've ever seen, and it's orange, more like, and it's so cute. Let me put a picture up.
0: You need
5: to catch it. I can't. Because oh, it's nature well, you can't let it's nature, nature. nature. record nature. this stupid podcast damn it
0: <laughs> damn all right so this book which is has nothing to do with clocks or clockworks uh and very little to do with boys Aww. Um, is is great um it is despite the name more of a standard like fantasy book, um, you know. There's there's some kind of fantasy city where people you know fight with swords and knives and things, and uh, there's they're at war with some other fantasy city, and the main characters are a, are a there are four of them, but they're a dirty dozen sort of group um, where. The, the leader is a is a 30 year old woman who is a, an expert like forger and she has been caught uh, and told either you're going to be you know executed for uh, what do you call it uh, treason that's the word executed for treason or you're gonna go and try to figure out what Secret resource this enemy city is using to win the war, because they are fielding these monstrosities called that that the locals call clockwork boys, despite them looking like centaurs with
3: what? some
0: so yeah, centaurs made out of like ivory or bone with some weird clock, like kind of gears ticking on the surface, but the gears do nothing. They are superficial only um and so there's really no like clockwork or anything involved anywhere um
5: you really were catfished it, it is you, it's it, like the name it, is just it, terrible it's just a
0: terrible it was
5: like, name um <laughs> i'm a steampunk wizard look at this and then i turn on my tea kettle and do science <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah, you got it. I am steampunk wizard. I'm going to, I like that. So anyway, um, the main character has a bunch of allergies um, and some kind of magical heredity that means that when something is really important, like to her fate or, or fortune, um, she smells, I think it's rosemary, really strongly. And it causes an allergic fit um, when that As happens.
1: Happens every time. You guys don't yeah. have that.
0: Nope, just you, Katie.
1: I must be a magical steampunk wizard.
0: <laughs> you must be a steampunk wizard. Um, anyway, so uh, she's get she's allowed to pick anyone from the prisons that she wants um, to, you know. To take with her under under the same condition, you know, execution or, or you do this suicide mission, and uh, she picks a disgraced paladin, who whose job was was basically hunting down people possessed by demons and then exorcising the demons, or if that didn't work, you know, killing the, the possessed creature, which they point out later is usually like a cow or something. A lot of demons are kind of dumb and they just possess whatever living creature they find. And then like, now I'm in a cow. I'm going to cause evil. i um,
1: Haha, <laughs> don't step right there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and so and and his his. I'm going to possess came-
5: this donkey. I guess you can call me an ass demon. I don't I don't feel good about myself. But, you I, shouldn't. You shouldn't.
0: <laughs> you Dan, I, I can't believe that you I can't believe you continued our descent into this morass.
5: Yes. Come down here and wallow with me. More ass, <laughs> okay.
3: Guys, I'm literally crying right now. You're I know we, we didn't
5: hear it. 80. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna aspirate on the <gasps> podcast, be our best show ever.
0: Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> what is oh, there are photos of the squirrel now. Holy crap, look at this squirrel!
1: Butts are funny. <laughs>
0: anyway uh the the paladin the paladin's life was ruined when he himself was possessed by a demon and went on a murder spree before being brought down and having the demon exorcised um and while the justice system such as it was like recognized that he was not the the responsible party for for this Terrible, you know, I think, I think he killed, you know, eight or ten people in in his temple. Um, but uh, they recognized that he was not the responsible party and therefore, you know, couldn't justly be executed for the crime. Uh, they were also like, yeah, well, no one trusts him anymore and everyone's scared of him all the time. Let's just throw him in prison. And so they did. Um, until this this woman comes and uh, says, uses the magic of her of her nose smelling rosemary to be like, "Oh crap, this, this guy's important. I, I, I gotta pick this guy." and frees him from from prison for this suicide mission to go to the enemy city and find out why these or how they're fielding these monstrosities against. The main characters, or against the 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 rest of the world, um, the the characters are fun and clever, and I really enjoy seeing their uh, uh, the way they team up with each other. Um, the 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 forger and the paladin have a slow burn romance that just really works. Just really worked so well, um, and they also bring with them uh, a, a, an old friend of the the forger who is an assassin who is snarky and sarcastic and just a pleasure to have there. And they also bring the one volunteer on the force, uh, a a scholar from a a you know, a religious group that dedicates itself to knowledge who is just excited to go and learn, uh, what's what, what what is creating these monstrosities and how they work, but also is, I guess it comes from a super misogynistic temple, which would be terrible except that his whole arc through the book is like, holy crap, we were wrong about women being, you know, weird and awful um and so that was it was a real that was rewarding to see as well to see his transformation um the only bad thing that i can say about this book is that it is two books and it should have been one book um it would have been a long book i think it was one hundred and sixty five thousand words was the total um and instead they published it as two books and the first one was just like took them to a certain, like they found the only possible acceptable ending place and uh, and closed the first book then, and then had the second book, which was called the Wonder Engine. Um,
2: More catfishing.
0: <laughs> no, the Wonder Engine makes sense. That's like they're, they discover at some point like mysterious Like leavings from a previous, you know, long ago uh, civilization that are these things that no one understands. And if you, but if you experiment with them, you can figure out that you put something in, it'll spit something else out. And you don't know what the thing that you're supposed to put in is until you, you know, experiment (laughs) with it blindly. Um, So,
2: it just sounds really steampunk.
0: I I can see that, and I guess it kind of does, but it's like that at least it's not not on the same scale as Clockwork Boys. But regardless, so it's really just one story over two books. Um, I did really enjoy the story. I really enjoyed the relationships. Um, I think, trying to remember, I think if you follow up with the author, You know, she says something like it was partly inspired by games like Baldur's Gate or things where you you see the like you're supposed to where the game or the the story or whatever promotes some kind of relationship between you know one character and the paladin or a fallen paladin or something like that, but the paladin is always so. Stiff and and unlikable that she never found it compelling, and she was like, "I just gotta fix that." And she did. It was. It's. I really enjoyed these. They're not gas lamp. I'm so sorry. I have failed you all. Um,
1: fired. The
2: title failed you.
0: The title failed me. I. That's true. I. Your book is but fired. I'm, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, but the but the, the book has a family. It's the, the book is expecting a baby. It needs this job, Katie. Um, Too bad. Oh, man. The unfeeling corporate state. Um, <laughs> you're right. What was I thinking? We can't betray our shareholders. Um, so the book is, again, Clockwork Boys, an inappropriate title by T. Kingfisher. Uh, It is followed up with The Wonder Engine by T. T. Kingfisher. They're both great. They're just one story. Smash them together and read them and love them. Um, Or else I am uh, watching you, and I will know if you don't. Spooky. Does that that answer your question, Rachel, About about, because you were thinking about reading this book?
2: Yes. Cool. (laughs) I will still read it. Uh well admittedly I read books that I don't have any idea. I was like, that looks like a cool title or cool cover.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's a fine thing to do too. I just I hope you enjoy it. Um, as I did, even if it was not the right choice for this episode. Um anyway, does any like have we have we discovered anything about the genre definition of gas lamp fantasy by through discussing our books?
2: it's
1: made up correct (laughs) i i Mm. I agree with that a hundred percent
0: like like all categorizations
5: (laughs) there are both good and bad books within it and so it doesn't help you find things that are great but it might well you might also find some trash It, it
4: it's not even that it's like I, I guess like totally made up but it's like the point of genre is to help people find books right absolutely and when we get so niche like this it, it we lose track of what the point is <laughs> i think
1: well and now again whatever. is it niche or is it broad it like it could go either well, way um
2: because i was thinking because there's there's progression fantasy but there's also cultivation which is more eastern inspired um uh, So I tend to be more specific in that specific subgenre when I'm asking for books, because I don't want Western-inspired progression fantasy.
0: So that's interesting. Maybe there's a space for the term gas lamp fantasy within uh, devotees of the era for fantasy fiction or uh, lovers of steampunk who, who want something that is adjacent to it uh, but not quite the same thing so maybe for people who really specialize in or focus their reading on this kind of sub-genre space there is a call for this sub-sub-genre yeah
2: like there's um it may also kind of be a trope like a, like i like and there's military fantasy but i also like military school fantasy
0: oh interesting I mean, because I think those two things say those those two say something very different to me.
2: Yeah, interesting. Because uh, it's like I like magic schools, military schools, just because you're like learning with the protagonists
0: mm-hmm. around the
2: world, which is
3: interesting.
0: Okay. Any other closing thoughts about the books or the genre or each other? I guess
5: we did it. We did it. We finally somehow it. a successful podcast was recorded. All right, all right. It only so. six years, you guys. The most successful.
2: <laughs> you know, we have like we've been doing this for like two years. It doesn't. That's insane.
0: It's mad. It's mad, and so am your,
2: I. I think we're on year three now. Like, I I don't know. Is coming out soon.
0: Look, I'm pretty sure time is meaningless. Um,
4: yeah, if you guys actually want the real answer to that, like,
0: we're, we've and, been going and, on almost
4: three years here, and I know the well, pandemic felt like. 10 years and one year at the same time
2: well, like but, i graduated college twice
0: well that yeah. that seems like a mistake you should have only done it once
2: uh i wanted my but i wanted my master's degree
1: so i could be a master
0: oh well, that, well that's, that's <laughs> university
1: well did you get your apprentice degree first no or i your,
0: became a are your, your, Yes, you're your, your, your journey <laughs> person hmm.
1: no but i became a
2: bachelor and then i got married to science
0: Ooh, you know what? And you, you did not that
2: invite worked. us to the wedding. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: It's it actually really funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> to be fair, I would not have gone to the wedding. We are in a pandemic. Um <laughs> All right. Well, this has been I would have gone.
1: I would have gotten you something nice.
0: Yeah, she would have. I mean, like a like dish
3: towel to set. No! Elephant, you, <laughs> no. No, that is mine. <laughs> I
1: mean, Katie, are you trying to get me a husband? Yeah, I'm trying to get you a husband, not mine. I don't want your husband. I
3: want You never
0: learned to share. <laughs> Katie, I'm the
1: like
2: the only one not
1: thirsting over your husband. I know that's so like thank you, Rachel. I appreciate you not thirsting for my husband.
0: But you also <laughs> appreciate me thirsting for your husband, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. It's confusing. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. oh <laughs> my goodness. Someone make okay. this
2: end. Put us on of I'm trying. Our misery. I'm
0: trying. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have been. Dan Evanson, where can people find or follow you?
5: Hey, you can find my stuff at Uh You can also check out the World of Juno. Uh, right now, we are uh, still seeking uh, world building uh, items for the World of Juno. So head over to that. Uh, and I secured worldofjuno.com is a website so nice, nice. Cool. yeah you've got Man. a landing page
0: ooh a page
5: for landing yeah. that's fancy like and a where you put the helicopter
1: for your astronauts <laughs> no <laughs> oh but
0: it's so funny hey rachel where can people <laughs> find or follow you
1: uh you can
2: find me mostly at any platform at Argentrape. Also, I'm running the Summer of Self Pub, and it should be coming out. This should be coming out in June, hopefully. (laughs) Uh,
4: Wow, I feel called out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I had to remind you like once, Um, but there should be a read along coming out uh, coming out at the end of July or sometime in July.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And Nick, find and follow.
4: Uh, yeah, you can uh, find more podcasts like this on too many thoughts dot com, and you can join our Discord to harass us directly.
3: We might harass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: Don't be a harasser, not.
3: <laughs> uh,
5: I didn't oh, think it God. could evolve further, but it did. It got it got oh, better. Good. Yeah. Hey, Katie. Yeah,
0: hey, Katie. Peter. <laughs> where, yeah. Where, where can people find and follow you? Where are you, for, you doing uh, your 15 minutes? That's <laughs> <laughs> not
3: Joe. joke.
1: Okay. Um, well, don't actually follow me personally because, like, I get freaked out. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at ShimmyBook where I tweet if I remember I have it, which I've forgotten about until right now. Um, also, you can check out my online bookstore griffinsroostbt.com where I will very soon be listing this wonderful book called A Declaration of the Rights of Magicians by H.G. Perry. You know, you should really check it out and please get rid of it for me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so bad. You want it out of your house. Uh, I do. It's like haunting me.
0: Oh, gross. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Anyway, Peter, take us to a warmer place. Nice, sorry. Like Haiti? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> and I am Peter Schaefer. Uh, you can read some stuff by me at P.A. Schaefer.com. You can buy my role-playing game about delving in an underground world at ShoelessPeteGames.com. You can follow me at pete on the Twitters. And um, if you want to send us feedback, you can give us really good reviews cuz the bad reviews don't count um on let, ignore them and
3: make fun of them uh,
0: with ourselves right and so uh you know give us good reviews if you like this podcast on whatever podcast service you use that helps us a lot i'm told and um you can send us pictures of your bookshelves
1: bookshelves uh,
0: that's right specifically it's for katie mostly um at too many thoughts media gmail.com or you can hop onto the the discord and post them there so thank you for listening and until next time keep reading